Peter Hill Explains, where I invite you to join the science teaching conversation with me about... Introduction Penguins float. Penguins are warm even in the most stormy seas. This is because their feathers, no longer needed for flying, hold a layer of air against their stout penguin bodies. Water slips past their feathers making them really fast underwater, their wings outstretched, are flippers that propel them as they penguin through the sea. Faster than a fish, yum that's nice, dinner. Are the children hearing this book able to ask questions? Why yes, but we have put the answers to a lot of the questions at the back of the book so you don't have to interrupt. You can listen to the story, and later when asking mum or dad they can say, is that the new penguin book with all the science explanations at the back of the book? Indeed it is. Now let's see if your question is there, if not you can go online and ask it. Is it about a boy and girl penguin and they fall in love and have lots of baby penguins? Well not all stories have to be about a boy and girl, but this just happens to be one of those as well. Yes, they do fall in love, but the girl penguin goes missing. Yes, the boy penguin is very sad. How sad? Well, as about as sad as a penguin can be. Yes, the story is about him looking for her. No, not all over the world, but he does check out a lot of places. No, he doesn't find her. Ever. But he is sad, but he realizes she is part of the universe, so he understands she is not next to him but everywhere. What is his name, Bert, Carmichael? No, his name is Radioactive Test Penguin and this is his story. Chapter 1, the beginning, this is the story of the Radioactive Test Penguin. We have renamed the last section that was Chapter 1 to Introduction due to questions that were asked. This is fine as it is always best to check you have understood before you listen deeply as you are likely to misunderstand. It is a bit of a challenge sometimes dealing with questions, but it is better developing understanding. Modifying the flow of the book is a bit unusual but nothing in life is usual. Why isn't love explained in the back of the book explanations? Yes, it is an important idea as the boy and girl penguin love each other and that is the reason for the whole book. In fact, it is the reason the penguins have for what they do, but the book is about exploring a new rich way to teach science that doesn't involve referring all the time to dead white males. The best thing I can say about love from my work on robotics and engineering is that there may might be definitions out there but they don't mean that much. Love is something you live rather than define. It is in the same category as mathematics and robotics as it involves a strategy for the future that makes that future better. Yes, I will put the whiteboard notes in the book because it may make it easier to understand. Love, vote of confidence in the future cooperative narrative problems managed by finding solutions trust and time provision to allow learning and solution optimization cruelty budget. Quick option to affect goals with no context solutions managed by finding problems pushes people down to a state of dependency flawed as it works. Until another person learns how to be more cruel and takes over putting up the notes means that if it is too much of a drag to work though now. You can skip forward and perhaps at some quiet time say when a friend mentions something relevant working through fewer fewer the ideas. 
The link with robotics is that a robot or smart anything is a mechanical conceptualization of the future. Maths is a mathematical conceptualization of the future called extrapolation while love is a social conceptualization of the future. Instead of senses and motors or numbers, love works with relationships. Instead of a contraption or a set of equations, the end product is a cooperative narrative or as people say a love story but not just words. Actual people are involved having feelings. In all three areas the idea of for whatever the future may hold is key to success. This is why the title of this book should really be Radioactive Test Penguin, The Love Story. It is a cooperative narrative with plenty of time to learn more by going to the back of the book. A few closing points before we wrap up this digression and have a third time lucky attempt at starting this book in the next chapter. Firstly, ethics is an area where science and love overlap. You imagine all possible futures from a social perspective and as best as you can satisfy yourself people would say. You were as kind as you could have possibly been and you have put every last effort into your plans. Discussing them with everyone. You will see CSIRO, a professional science organization, get what it is to be ethical throughout radioactive test penguins story. Secondly, scientists don't bring their value judgments into their work. There are many personal reasons for them not to like cruelty, besides not being a very clever way of getting things done Yoon. But they can still see reasons and situations where it would make sense to people involved. In social structures, like a chicken yard, there is a pecking order where the top chicken is cruel or pecks all the lower chickens while one poor chicken winds up being pecked all day long. I think the poor chicken would be the most interested of all in finding out about how things could be done with love. In human society, we have worked out how to do some things and gone to cruelty as an off-the-shelf solution to get things going. Early agriculture was a very good idea because it provided reliable food, however cruelty eventually provided reliable work, slaves, to do the work. For people of the time it must have been very hard to see the benefits of agriculture and work out that slavery is not good. The great classical civilizations of the ancient world were built on cruelty and slavery of classes and sometimes whole people. The USA was built on slavery, Africans, their area own poor and now millions of miles from Central and South America. Cruelty is efficient, effective and fast. One person can be cruel for five minutes to ten people and keep them working all day. They can easily train others to be cruel and it is seen as the way to get ahead by rising to the top. While sucked into this activity thousands of years in the making, people have been progressively freed by technology. Satellites now guide combine harvesters over horizons of wheat. Robotic trains handle the mountains of grain. Robotic bakeries need a dough, having analyzed the flour with electron microscopes. The bread rises and is baked in conveyor belt ovens to be packed and delivered to the house of the person who tapped the bread icon on their supermarket app. The cruel person has been too busy refining how to be cruel and shoring up their cruel networks to notice that although the slaves still respond, the world has become terribly automated and full of new ways of doing things like teaching science through a penguin's love story. 
while of the ten slaves that have been part of cruelty managed still seem to respond, and eight still think about how they can be cruel themselves. To check the growing body of knowledge online about how things could be better. another story comes to a close. It's been a pleasure sharing this moment in time with you. May you discover truly amazing things, understand them and tell others. Thanks for listening.